This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We're in Ephesians chapter 4 and we're in verse 14. We've begun thinking about Paul's encouragement for us to receive the gifts, to receive the ministries, so that we can become united, so that we can become mature, so that we can become strong and stable, and that we will be able to, as it were, recognize and resist the false doctrine that so often is seeking to enter into the church, to dilute the church, and to deviate her from her call and right worship, right understanding, and right living before God. And Paul goes on in verse 14 to talk about every wind of teaching by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful schemes. Can you read that? Now, sometimes error in the church is simply the result of misunderstanding of a misreading and of a misapplication of the truth that we've received from the Lord, from the apostles, from the prophets, as recorded in Scripture. That we simply don't understand exactly what it means or we put the weight in the wrong place. And that leads to differences. That leads to uh, different emphases, different nuances. And that's why we've got so many different denominations. They interpret certain things differently or add a greater weight or a lesser weight to certain things, depending on various reasons. But at the same time, as well as it being a genuine, honest misunderstanding and misapplication or misrepresentation of the text, there are spirits that are at work in the church through people that seek intentionally to undermine the truth, to distort it, to corrupt it, to lead the church astray so that the church is not stable, so that the church is not mature, so that the church is not united, so that the church is not the people that God has called her to be doing the things that God has called her to do. Now, when we read these words, cunning, craftiness, and deceitful schemes, I wonder what comes to your mind. As I read it, I just think of the serpent deceiving Adam and Eve in the garden. The enemy comes into paradise and engages in a theological discussion with Eve. God did not say, did God say? There is a challenge, an undermining, a twisting of God's word. God's person in God's garden is being, de- is being deceived about God's word by the serpent. And that serpent comes into the church, often in the guise of someone who, who appears and suggests and claims to have our best intentions uh, in hand. However, they are cunning, crafty, deceitful, 
and scheming. Look at all those words. And this has always been the case ever since the Garden of Eden. And the enemy keeps trying to worm his way into the church and to subtly, with his scheming, undermine God's purpose and plan and taint and corrupt God's people and to stop them becoming mature and being who they're meant to be. I think it's a clear allusion here to the serpent in the garden, but it is an ever-present reality in the church, and we need to be attentive to it. Not everyone who enters into the church, who has an office or leadership or a ministry in the church is of Christ. And some are being used by dark spirits to undermine the cause of Christ. Paul can say elsewhere and warn about, um, about the enemy appearing as an angel of light. And sometimes the demonic will go a long way in agreeing with you and, and uh, wooing and winning and themselves into your um, confidences in the church. Make no mistake, the demonic is at work in individuals who are in leadership in the church. It's not simply false notions that are held, false worldviews that are held outside of the church, undermining the church, within the church, subtle scheming, cunning, craftiness, deceiving the saints, undermining the truth, misrepresenting Christ and the faith as once received. And we need to be very aware of this. How then are we to discern? How are we to decide? How are we to know? Well, as I said in our last time together, it comes by receiving the gifts that God has given to the church, by receiving the teachers and the apostles and the prophets who will not be bringing anything new, but will be founding and grounding the church on the faith as once received, calling us back to Christ calling us back to the cross, calling us back to the scriptures, calling us back to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and living a life becoming like Christ, inviting others to know Christ, extending his love and his truth. Saints, we need to be alert to the work of the enemy. We're not to be afraid but we are to be alert and by the grace of God to winnow out that which is false.